This podcast may contain adult language and adult conversations, so viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to first episode of Talking Dirty, the new podcast where I just talk to people about what makes them them, and today I am honored to have my favorite guest of all time, the one and only, the amazing Mr. Jeff Baca. How are you? <laughs> I hope that explains how I am. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing great. Constipated. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, doing yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Constipated, great, same thing, right? <laughs> thank you, thank you, Thomas. And it, it's great to be here with you. We haven't we haven't done any of the uh, the chit chatty stuff for a while, um, but I sure like it when I when we do it because you know I, I feel like you're such a open recipient to everything. Like it's really easy to talk to you. It's like I said, and I've said this a million times. It's you know it is it is talking to my buddy, but it feels like talking to my buddy. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, yeah. and like I said, this is what we did the one podcast for a little bit together. Unfortunately, life happened, couldn't continue it. And then I had you as a guest a few times on my other podcast from Friend to Weeb, shameless plug. <laughs> and uh, now here you are again, my first guest. As I, I think this is a continuing trend where anytime I start a new podcast, you will be my first guest because <laughs> yes, you are probably the best. <laughs> You know, I've met a lot of really cool and interesting people in the past couple of years doing podcasts. Yeah. But I find the best conversation has always been with you. Now, not saying my other guests aren't good. They're great. But, you know, right, right. Just... Now, we're going to pause and make out for a second, folks. Yeah. Um... So <laughs> a little some, like music here or something. <laughs> but, but no, it just it's always a good conversation when you're around. We have a good chemistry. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so today is all about just your life. You are, I've said it a million times, you're an interesting person. You have so many great stories. And it's one of the factors of putting this podcast together that, you know, everybody, when well, there's like, what, millions, billions, trillions of people on this planet, everyone's got a story, right? Everyone's got interesting things that make them unique, and why not talk about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It, it kind of capitalizes on the whole slice of life sort of thing, and I love stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's it gets your story out, and people like to hear that. Yeah. Like to hear just stories. I mean, I like to hear it. I got one. <laughs> I, I'm sure you. Have I don't a few. remember it right now, but I got one in there. Oh, well, I'm sure you got a few stories in. There. So, um, we were talking right before this about you know what kind of what kind of makes you you and that sort of stuff and uh the things the things that go into making you you like obviously it's the the sum of all the your experiences that that color you and you know i mean sure you're there's a core person in there who who gets changed and guided by their experiences i guess right mm -hmm. yeah um and then uh but I, I was saying that one of mine was uh was bartending bartending okay see yeah so yeah. i've met a few bartenders in my life <laughs> mainly because i kept getting kicked out of bars yeah is that right is that true uh, yeah 
You got kicked out of bars? There's a few there bars was... I was banned from, yeah. How did you – I want to hear here's this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I am not an actively aggressive person. I I care for violence or – Right. You know, even just getting angry. A lot of the times – well, like every time I've got kicked out of a bar, I have just been just the wrong place at the wrong time uh-huh. type situation. I... So, like – Give me a little more on that. <laughs> okay, so uh, one of the more recent ones. When I when and I say recent, I haven't been to a bar in like ten years. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I had left. We we went. Uh, we got done with work. It's Friday. Go to the bar, have a couple drinks. I live like two blocks from this. So I'm like, all right, man. I'm tired. I'm going home. But he's like, ah, right, cool. That's cool. I walk home because you know I'd be safe. I get home and you know I'm I'm a bit drunk already. We were there for a good couple hours. Yeah. A buddy calls me like, "Y'all about to get into a fight." I'm like, "Oh, dude, no, you can't. You're going to jail." <laughs> he he called you. Yeah. Because okay. someone was you know he's, he's very, oh you were walking home. I was yeah I was I I just got home. Oh okay. And he called me and he's like, "Hey, I'm about to get into a fight. Like, I need you to get here." I'm like, "Oh man, you know, he can't get into." We go to jail. He's he's got a bit of a reputation. So yeah. I got to get down there. So I run down there barefoot because I took oh, my no. shoes off and I was drunk and I was like, oh god, I gotta get this guy out of here. I run down there. Yeah. It's too late. He's already started fighting and I'm able to try and drag him out. But then like I get hit and then I just they're just like, yeah, you 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 you're all out of here. You know, I just got sucked into it. You're like, bro, I live. Two blocks away from don't I'll be your best customer. Please don't. No, kick I'm me just out. trying to get this. I'm trying to stop the fight. Get get this dude out of here. Right. But now right, I'm right. banned. <laughs> so like, so I have a similar situation where I I thought of myself as completely innocent. Um, I had the I had this girlfriend who was uh, she her family was uh, Persian, right? And they're mm-hmm. very in the Persian culture. So we went it. I went with her and her family to see this Persian singer and, you know, they do the whole thing and she's going crazy. And I guess her family knew him or whatever. And so she's trying to get backstage and there's, you know, there's bodyguards all around and they're like, they're serious dudes. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of her friends and we're probably mid twenties at the time, you know, start sizing up the bodyguards because Penny is trying to get in and she's being pushy and stuff. And I was probably getting kind of menacing too, because my friend Dari was kind of sizing up this guy, this, this uh, bouncer getting ready to punch him. Oh. And he, like he, he did something, the, the bouncer did something like called Penny a bitch or something to that effect. And so Dari swung on him. And before his punch got out, this guy had taken out this pepper spray and just went. Oh, man. For the whole crowd in front of him, there was probably 15 people in front of him and just doused me. And I'm like, dude, we're, we're at a country club. And I was <laughs> like, dude, who gets maced at a country club? A country club. <laughs> We some high class hoes in here, and Damn. I just got pepper sprayed. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I had a situation like that too. We were at a house with some friends. We were going to do a Tech Nine concert. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We had pre gamed. Was a good tipsy before going in. Uh, it was me, 
two buddies, well, three buddies, and then one of the dude's girlfriends. And so the one dude passed out on the freaking, at the bar. <laughs> he was sleeping. Uh, the other dude was gone doing whatever. I was out just sort of hanging out, listening to the music. Then uh, this thing I know, bouncer just grabs me and throws me out. Because what? my buddy, one of the bouncers, like, shoved his girlfriend. And he's a hothead without alcohol in him. So, <laughs> wow. And somehow they scoped me out with him and threw me out. They and, threw uh, him out first? Oh, they, they oh. just grabbed all of us. Oh. Except for my buddy who was passed out at the bar, who was my <laughs> ride home. And the show, they there was only, like, they, they weren't even done with, like, the second act. Wow. So I sat outside waiting for my other dude to wake up so I could go home. Oh my god. Hey, hang on a second. We got a we got a dog situation here. What do you want? What do you want from me? What? No. Okay. Get it's, out of here. Go on. Yeah, go on. Five minutes of fame, man. I know. She wants to this is this is the baby dog. Come here. Come here, little baby dog. Come here, little baby dog. You sound like me. She likes putting her. She puts. She, she puts her head, her forehead, on you like this, and it's just the cutest little thing. Say hi, Gypsy. Say hi, Gypsy. Okay, get out of here. No, 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 no. Don't jump up here. Don't jump up here. You're out of here. You're ejected. Speaking of getting ejected, go on. No, no, no. Go on. Out of here. Out of here. Out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I set up the barricades for the dogs, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not having that." They just barreled through them. It's been a trend on my podcast lately, being interrupted by dogs. Is that right? Yeah. My previous, one of my previous guests on one of my uh, other podcasts, cool person, I'll actually discuss some with her later about you. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about her later. Really cool okay. guest. Yeah, her dog just chimed in through like half the conversation. She had a mouthful to say about what we were talking about. <laughs> it was great. She's not a husky, is she? No, no. Oh, okay, because like they're such vocal dogs. They Huskies are, are Huskies so... are so vocal. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, they, I mean these ones. I've got a one little one that whines a little bit, but none that really talk. Uh, my stepson's got three. I think he's got three Huskies right now. He's had up to four, and boy, they start talking, and they will talk right oh, to you. They, yeah, yeah, Huskies are very vocal. <laughs> my dogs are when they want something. Oh, right. They'll sure. just whine and whine and whine and whine. Yeah. Whine. Yep. Like, oh. <laughs> anyways, yeah, bartending, right? Oh, right. That's, I think oh, yeah. We, we were talking about bartending. We were. We were indeed. You yeah. were a bartender at some point. I was a bartender for, uh, I mean, in my mind, it, it was a long time. It, it was pretty much the one, you know, kind of career path that I had that I really enjoyed doing. And the thing that that I felt like defined me at the time, yeah, because it it was an entire lifestyle and it wasn't just work, right? Mm -hmm. So I I would work minimal amount of time, like I want to say, you know, less than twenty hours a week generally of actual bartending because we had either you know four or six hour shifts, yeah, so. You know, a couple fours, a couple of sixes, and then you're you're at twenty hours, and that's pretty much it. You wouldn't, I would never work more than four days a week, four nights a week, and it would just be the you know the gravy shifts, like you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, 
and but the the rest of the nights nights that I didn't work, um, I would go and I would you know I'd circ- circulate around all the bars. Yeah. Because you know you get to know all the service people in town, and like like I was saying, you get to be like a limited scope celebrity. You know, you work and you you see all the drunks see, love you. Yeah, the, the the drunk. Well, the the service people are in there all the time. That's the oh, thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, you know, cooks and waiters and you know, uh, limo drivers. All all those people. Uh, you get you get a really strong connection with them and you know you hook them up and stuff and like it's 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 like a like a community mm-hmm. yeah you know so i did that on all my nights off you know i would maybe stay home uh, one night or so but usually i was out out mingling you know going to going to shows and stuff and and just hanging out with with my my service people and that one uh that that job like colored who I I am, who I became because it was the first thing I was ever good at. You know, mm-hmm. like I worked, I worked for the state before and I worked for my stepdad for a bunch of years, you know, managing a gas station, a service station. And that stuff was, that always felt like that was a job, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is something that I, I kind of came to on my own and was, was really good at it boom as soon as i started doing it and you know i could make uh work minimal hours like i said and make really good money and uh and i felt good about myself you know which the other things i was always like dude do i am i gonna suck at everything <laughs> because i feel like that just you know this is definitely it's one of those situations where it didn't feel like work because you loved what you're doing yeah, which everyone yeah. everyone really tries to find something like that, and it's so hard to find that. Yeah, yeah. So I did that. Um, I did that job for I, I want to say six, six or seven years. You know, some somewhere in there, and I was very into it. And near the end, uh, I died this one time. So I stopped doing it. So like <laughs> I, we would we would do these, uh, you know, there'd be after parties all the time. So uh, this is back in 2004, I believe, uh, you know, we're over there. We're you know getting shit faced. And this is probably five o'clock in the morning by this time. And someone passed me a pill after I was all were already already drunk. Right. And so I ate it. And it was uh it was probably close to one of those things that is killing everybody these days. Yeah, probably. I, I think it was like a, an, an oxy or something like that. But I stopped breathing. Right. Luckily, I was I was with a uh, a guy who was one of my my door guys was also a paramedic, and like he gave me uh, you know he did the uh, artificial respiration and and that sort of stuff until the um, ambulance came. And they're like, "Hey, buddy, did you do so? Do yourself a little bit of heroin tonight?" I was like, "What are you fucking talking about? Not hey. to my knowledge, <laughs> but I don't. I really don't know." Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. crazy. And I'm, yeah, dude. Well, I'm so I'm very I, glad you lived because yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm I am too. So like, my whole thought was at the time I was like, "Dude, I got you know, I got kids, and like, I don't I'll leave my kids an orphan. Like, this is just such a part of my life now, like the after parties and stuff. And like, I couldn't control myself. I was really good at controlling myself. You know, once you start drinking, 
And that was such a part of my job. I mean, it, at least the way we did it, like I, you see people that don't drink when they're doing it and, and they're very good at it. However, I wasn't good at that part of it because that wasn't the culture that we had, we had started. We had created this culture where we were like the, uh, the not not the life of the party but the hosts like we were like the yeah, host yeah. of the party and so we you know we're you know having fun and drinking and all that stuff and everybody felt that and they also had a good time but you know so i died and i was like yeah i i will that's my last that was my last night you know that, yeah. <laughs> that was my last night. as much as i loved it that was my last night i mean i, I still unfortunate um, you know, like I, I know i know but so I still there are certain went, things that take priority, though, you know, yeah, your I mean, life is a little better. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I died that time. And then I just went, no, no, this is this is not going to happen. I got to find something to do. And at the time, like I had just uh, I had just put myself through college, like the, the bartending put me paid for my college. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I had just I had just graduated college and i was like okay well i'm off to go uh do my my grown-up job now i'm gonna go do my grown-up job uh, which turns out those suck <laughs> grown-up jobs dude. are horrible they're horrible dude you just they're grind horrible. away to make yes. money to pay for bills yep well so i started you know i just finished college and so i went oh well i'll be a teacher you know, and so I, I went. I see it, yeah. Yeah, well, I I thought you know it'll it'll be fun. You know, I love kids. You know, the whole thing. But you know, I, it wasn't well thought out enough. So I got in on in on this program where they put you directly into a classroom. Like I didn't have a credential or anything. I just had a, a bachelor's. So they put me right into a classroom, and with with no sort of in, instruction for myself of what I was doing. I didn't know what a, what a uh, class schedule was. I didn't know what a lesson plan was. Like it was just me standing there talking to kids. You know, I was like, boom, here's the key to the, to the classroom and here's 160 kids. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so that obviously yeah, in my mind, at least obviously it didn't, it didn't last very long. I don't think I lasted a month doing oh, that. What, what subject did you do? Uh, it was English. Yeah, I, I had a freshman and junior English, but that's what my degree was in. So I figured I'd be able to do that no problem. I could see I, you as doing like a Jack Black thing. No? Oh, like School of Rock? School of Rock? Oh, I, I could see that from <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> That'd be great. Like, honestly, I want to see a remake of School of Rock with you instead of Jack Black. <laughs> I think that'd be great. It might even be better. It would clearly better. <laughs> if only uh i was musical in any way <laughs> you strum some instruments here and there that's true that's i've true. seen I, your I, collection I, that's right yeah that's it, the, the sad thing is that if you saw all my you know all my instruments and stuff they they um are they can you see it i can't i'm not sure if you can yeah, see i, I can see them yeah okay but they they would um they would denote a uh a better musician than I am. <laughs> You're like, hey. God, he's got like he's got like seven bass guitars. Yeah, but <laughs> not very good. <laughs> hey, you know, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. 
Right, right, right. So he almost died. Quit bartending. Yeah. A couple months as a teacher. Couple months as a teacher, and then a big. So like in my head, I couldn't get around. I was like, I gotta do something, right? I gotta get a job. Um, and then it, it coincided with all this stuff because like I was I was so confident as a, as a bartender, you know, and I had a long term girlfriend who had seen me through that whole period of the bartending period. Mm -hmm. And then I just I kind of lost my identity. Right. So, yeah, this was the thing that made me feel good and made me feel, you know, competent and important. And I just stopped doing it. And so. In my head, I was like, well, I can't just take any job because people know me. You know, people know me. If they see me working in a 7-Eleven, I'm going to have to deal with that every time they see me. And That's so I, I did it. So I did it for, for quite a while until I, until me and the girl broke up. And it was just like, oh, I'm screwed, dude. I don't have anything. I don't have a, I don't have a job, a career, a girlfriend. You know, I got my son that I'm, that I'm supporting and like, damn dude like it was just one of those sink or swim things and i just went out and got a job and so you know that's it <laughs> yeah i got the right now job and you know that went to a better job and that went to a better job but these better jobs are all they're not things that i'm super interested in yeah i just make however money. yeah they're but you know they're decent money right exactly yep no i mean i know how that is that's i mean, that's where i'm at yeah, well, most people are at. It's a job, right? It's, are you interested in it? I mean, no, but it pays my bills, so I can yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, I'm I into mean, eating and stuff. Yeah, you know, I like food. <laughs> you no, know, as, as a chubby dude, I gotta eat. So it's that one addiction I've never been able to kick, dude. I've tried so hard to stop eating, and I just can't. See, I'm an emotional eater. <laughs> so if I'm happy, I eat. If I'm mad, I eat. If I'm sad, I eat. Like. <laughs> I'm screwed. I feel like I have emotions a lot. <laughs> I know, man. I got too many. Too many of these things, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you, it's so funny because, like, I'm getting to the point where I'm not far from retirement age uh, with, with the state, right? I've got just about 20 years in, and I'll be 55 in 2025, right? Uh, you pronounced 35 wrong there. 35? Wait a day over 35. We're right. Right, you are. <laughs> I, I think that's when I stopped bartending was around that. I was probably around 35. <laughs> I wasn't even but, born uh, yet. It, what? You shut up. I'm 32. <laughs> you were too? I'm 32. Th oh, 32. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were saying in 2004. I was yeah, like, yeah. shut the fuck up. I was saying like 19. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I had to do the math, dude. I was like, wait, is he serious right now? Well, I just also figured this out. I was, I'm talking to my wife, and I was like, you know that people can drink now, can get into bars who weren't alive for 9-11. Yeah. Isn't right? That crazy? Ain't that crazy? That is crazy. It's like, where have the years gone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're those guys now. <laughs> Back in my day, <laughs> shake my cane at you. <laughs> I mean, I'm still like weirded out by the fact that I'm older than Google. Wow, yeah, like Google's huge, but they, I'm older than Google. 
<laughs> and Google's not even, you know, showing its age. No, no. <laughs> I mean, here I am waking up and everything hurts all the damn time. And Google's right. still just spry and young. <laughs> so 32, so you were you were born in 91? 90. 90. 90, okay. Oh, I think we figured that out. We Because you're a year uh, older than my daughter and a year younger than my son. Yeah, I'm like right in between your son right and Right in the middle, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. So I, I technically could, you know, I'm still waiting for those adoption papers. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Because <laughs> you have like a lot of Christmas and birthday gifts to catch up on. Dude, dude, I'll just get you one real good one. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be welcome to the family. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all I need. I just, you know. <laughs> so, all right, we've got your work history down. It's pretty interesting stories. My work history, yeah, yeah. yeah work history. Know. Oh, now we just need your social security number, your social mother's is... maiden name, your dog, yes. your first dog's name. Yes, eight six seven five nineteen three zero nine nine. Got it. Okay. You see some weird marks on your credit history. Don't worry about it. I hear there's something going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Okay, so so we talked about the the bartending thing, but like that again. That was I did it for long enough, and it, it, that was such a good thing for me. That I mean, it was good, and also you know the devil. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it 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 made me feel good about my life, and it also killed me. So there's you know there's both sides of that. Like it's it was the absolute best and the absolute worst thing. Uh, you know, the lifestyle that I put myself into made it a bad thing. It didn't have to be, but I that's where I ended up. Like knowing you and your personality, you would have been a great bartender. I I, I was very good at it. Oh, like I, that, I can see it. You know, and I'd love to party, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. let's talk. We could, you know, ignore the whole Hawaiian bar theme you got going in your backyard. Right. Right. <laughs> that was all that was all part of that period of time. You know, I do have a sweet tiki bar back there that we still dude. Like you remember, we installed that thing right at the beginning of COVID. Uh -huh. we We're like, we're going to have such big parties here. I've had one kind of. <laughs> moderate but what well, and it wasn't even a party it was the it, it was like a wake oh, <laughs> man. it was it was one of my my uh buddy don uh died we had yeah. his in remembrance thing back there so did we get shit face back in the bar yes we did but was it fun yes was it so really much. it was sort of weird I would <laughs> not so much bad premise for a party <laughs> like uh sorry all we have is tiki cups yeah, dude. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're still waiting, dude, because that backyard is so dope. Yeah, no, I it, it looks like it. Yeah. If I ever make my way down to California, oh, we'll yes. use it. We'll did, use it. Did Wendy come see you? She did. She um, she was with her boyfriend. They were driving to his family down in, I think, Texas. So they drove by me, and she stopped and said hi. Was that your first time meeting her? Yes. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Is she as tall as she looks? She is, I think, as her Facebook post says, about five and a half foot long subs from Subway tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to make sure she hears this uh, episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, five and a half foot long subs. That's as tall as I am. 
Is she five six? She's five something. Okay. I mean, I've built tall. She must always be standing next to tall people. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to give her shit about being short, but I'm short. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I mean, you you told a lot of stories through our times talking. You seem to have a lot of interest. I mean, from comic books to bass guitars to heroes, motorcycles. Yeah. What? would you say is like your favorite hobby out of all the, all the stuff you do? Yeah. I mean, I I like them all for different reasons and Mm -hmm. they all scratch different itches, but the one that, you know, obviously has been with me for the longest is, is comic books. Yeah. I mean, I I sort of figured. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the comics I I started with when I was whatever, six years old or Mm -hmm. how old I was when I got my first one, I was going to say about six. And you know, I I've, I actually I worked uh, doing doing shows, doing uh, conventions with uh, with one of our, our our local big time dealers here in Sacramento, um, and we went around, you know, went down to San Diego and up to uh, up to Oakland, blah blah blah. You know, went around and did those, and that was mm. that was a lot of fun. That was another thing that you know I I gained some identity from in that community you know, in the comic book and nerd community, but we, um, it's, it's a lot more of a community now than it was then. I mean, it used to be a lot more tight knit and it didn't use, I mean, now that, you know, you got the Marvel movies and, you know, everything is so mainstream. When I was a kid, I would, I would go and buy comic books at my, uh, at my local Seven Eleven, and I mm-hmm. would put them up my shirt and ride home with them. So nobody saw them. Because, like, I didn't want to get made fun of as being the comic book kid. That's crazy. That's, like, uh, that's how it is with anime now. You know, like, yeah. when I was growing up back, like, in the 90s, anime was still sort of new here in the States. Like, it, they were out in the, out and about, but, like, it was still new. Yeah. And it was one of those things, like, you didn't want to be the anime kid. Huh? Totally. But now, but... it's everyone's talking about anime. Totally. Yes. Well, it's I mean, crazy how these things culture has got... Yeah, nerd culture's exploded. Yep. People love it now. And now it's like people who used to like bully you for reading comic books or watching anime or playing yep. D&D, they're all into it now. It, it's so funny because I remember when I decided that I would either need to collect comic books and be really into comic books or, you know, be into girls. <laughs> you can't be – you can't be – up front with your comic nerddom and and be into talking to girls too because it's not going to get you nowhere. <laughs> this is, so what was the know, first comic you you bought after making that decision? I I went, you know, it's so funny because I went probably 3 years without buying a comic. Oh man. Probably 3 years because like it was it was literally like that. It was like eh, it's not something that I can really devote time to because you know, girls. <laughs> and like, I'm not sure if it's, it was really a thing or if it was just me being afraid to, uh, to show that side of myself and afraid to be rejected as a nerd because it was, it really was a lot less acceptable than it is today. And it's, it's weird to it think was. of that. It's Or even for like, we used to get, you know, we used to get roughed up as kids for 
whatever nerdy thing it was. Oh yeah. He, like yeah. if you if you showed any sort of weak attribute, it would you know, other kids, you know, bigger kids would would capitalize on that and you know, whatever, beat you up or punk you or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Bullying was very different back then. Like it was right in your face. It wasn't the internet, it was you, you got terrorized, dude. Like you were oh, scared yeah. to walk home. Like <laughs> those real things. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it was it was a different times back then, and I mean, it wasn't until recently where stuff changed. Because like even back in like my time in the nineties, yep, you didn't want to be caught with comic books or right, totally, dude. <laughs> watching anime or you know, dude, yeah, I I, I grew up heroes. in uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so. Uh, there's this place called North Highlands. It's not quite Sacramento, mm-hmm. but it it's basically the the ghetto part of of Sacramento, right? There's the the North Side, the South Side. They're both they're both kind of janky. Uh, so I grew up in North Highlands, and we had some we had a couple groups of bad thug brothers that <laughs> lived, you know, roughly on my street. And yeah. if they ever, if you're ever just like riding your bike and you see them, dude, it's just like, go. <laughs> just get, dude, because you're going to get fucked with. <laughs> we had a few of those. Yeah. I lived yeah, in And when they had their own gang, dude, like, there's like, I was like, damn, dude, there's eight Smiths. There is eight Smiths. And they will, they're all like one year <laughs> apart. <laughs> so you, you took a three year hiatus to focus on girls. Yeah, right. Sure. And then you got back into comic books. And then I did. And it was so funny because I had moved into my own apartment. Okay, so my mom moved to New York when I was 17. And I was uh, kind of, uh, I, I was left with a uh, an apartment with a couple of friends. So there's three 16, 17-year-olds living in an apartment on their own. And I worked at a gas station at the time. And uh, I forget what it was. It might might have been six months. It might have been not quite that when I got voted off the island. <laughs> Basically, I was like, oh, so my friends are now like, yeah, dude, you know, you're too much of a screw up. You know, you got to oh. go. And I was like, well, I, I don't even want to live with you guys. <laughs> and so there was like a couple months where I was couch surfing or you know sleeping under a car i did a couple times mostly it was finding friends houses to sleep at while i was trying to get myself an apartment Mm -hmm. and then i did uh get myself an apartment when i was i think i was 18 i think i was 18 it was right before you know my my girlfriend at the time who i ended up marrying wanted you know insist on moving in with me (laughs) how it works yeah well she had a better you know idea of life goals than i did i guess and one of her (laughs) life goals was to move in with me and so she did (laughs) and so she insisted but anyway so i moved into this to this place and right around the corner was this really great comic shop and that's you know and i uh i think this is 88 I don't think it was quite 89 yet. And it was just a little shop, but it was amazing. Like it had all these really old comics and stuff. And I was ecstatic to be there. And that's where I, you know, I met one of my lifelong friends, uh, Brian Peets, who's the owner of, it was A1 Comics, 
but like he ended up being a big force in in the comic scene you know like he he like his store i think there's three of them now and like wow he's like he's one of the the, the best you know antique comic dealers i don't know if you call them antique or whatever the hell they are just old comics yeah uh but he's like he, he's a very big dealer now but it was right around the corner from my house and like i had access to it and he was new uh at at doing the store he had just opened it up and he had like it's funny because he's he's uh an ex nfl guy like okay. Bri- okay. yeah brian was uh brian was on the 49ers and the seahawks oh, wow yeah yeah, yeah. So he did that for a little bit. He didn't feel like he was very good at it. So he, you know, he had an injury and he he stopped doing it and started doing the comic thing. And he made a a, a hell of a life out of it. You yeah. know, it sounds like he's got three stores going now. Yeah, he's got three stores, and you know, he's like he makes you know he's his son's working in it now, and yeah, it's he's shoot he's. 15 years older than me i think 14 15 years older than me so he was if i was 18 he was 33 or 32 you know just opening his shop and at the time comic shops weren't a big thing you know yeah, like no, no. and they I mean, i'm not even sure if they are in still or not or what yeah, they're, they're, i mean they're definitely not as down upon they're right they they were they were more prolific like in the late 90s the late 90s because the the medium itself paper is not as prolific it's not like that's the only way you can read stuff anymore right yeah yeah you know paper's almost extinct that totally dude like said that's the that's what has always like kind of been that thing in my chest like dude comics will go away but I mean, I think maybe the specific paper medium may go away. Yeah, I mean, but... the comics will still be around, but if yeah, they'll just switch to digital copies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you read them on your phone or whatever on your pad or yeah, easy access and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I like I like that that they've been able to do that. I'm not sure. I don't honestly. I don't know how much kids do that right like i i know know. like if you think of like the 50s the 50s kids were loved comic books right they were everybody read comic books and you know they they swapped them and talked about them and everything like that i i feel like uh video games and you know anime and like the the more visual mediums have taken their place to a large extent yeah, I, I could definitely say that's probably true. Um, yeah, are still I know I know quite a few people still love comic books. Um, oh yeah, You're right. I mean, they have like free comic book day, and people are lining the streets for that. The, okay, that's true. What I'm what I'm talking about is it being the prevalent medium. Oh well, right, yeah, no, no, it, it not, is no. not that anymore. No, right, no. but people still enjoy it. Totally. It's definitely like on the back burner, say. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yes, I agree. And I still love a paper comic, dude. I lo- Oh, let me show you this. This is um this is something that I've really been liking. 
um, so I, I deal with a lot of vintage comic books. Like I've got a lot of vintage books and mm-hmm. you got to be real gingerly, you know, turning pages and stuff. This yeah, is a 70 year old book. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want the paper to crumble. You can't stuff. lick your finger and flip the yeah, page. Don't <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but these remind me of, uh, the books we got at like the school fairs when we were kids, but like these things here, it's a hardbound book. But it's, okay. you know, but it's, it's comics, right? Oh, so. And it's got, you know, a couple hundred pages or whatever. Hardcover comic book. Interesting. I love them, dude. I just love them. They're just so much more durable and you don't have to pussyfoot around them. Yeah. You know, if you spill your drink on it, it's not going to ruin the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it might. <laughs> well, okay, I'd say yeah. if I drop my drink on it, it's probably going to jack it up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not with your coconut water over there. Don't get into my fruity coconut water, bro. I, oh, dude, we got you know about the little guy, right? The 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 grandson that we have here. Yeah, yeah, frequently. yeah. I've seen the pictures, dude. He is a coconut water junkie, dude. Oh man, <laughs> he will it's not drink California. a coke. Oh, dude, he won't drink a coke. He will demand coconut water every time he's here. Oh man, lunchable in a coconut water, dude. This guy's got it figured out. He knows what he likes. He oh, dude, and uh, Spidey and his amazing friends. Are you aware of this thing? The Not Spider-Man, Spider-Man Spidey's amazing friends. It, they're like little toddlers. It's an it's an animation thing, and they're like they're little tiny bodies and stuff. Yeah, he loves it. I know, like the Spider-Man multiverse stuff's been going a little crazy. Yes, and I love that stuff, dude. I think that's so good. The oh, yeah. uh, Into the Spider-Verse stuff is so good. Um, I just beat not too long ago the Milo Morales Spider-Man video game. I thought that was a pretty cool sort of uh, adaptation there. Oh, that, I haven't you know, played it. I haven't played anything. Oh, man. But I need to do that. It makes me want to sort of get more into his Spider-Man character. It's pretty cool. We got like that electric yeah. electric powers. Ve- like Venom Blast or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. And doesn't he like, he gets like transparent or something too, Yeah, right? he can go invisible. Yeah. It's like playing that game was like, hey, that's a pretty good uh, Spider-Man He's, I, I know, yeah. like with the movie, I haven't, I still haven't seen into the Spider Verse stuff. Oh, dude, it's so good. I haven't, but I know I like how they did it. There's like the cartoony one. They have all the different ones. Like ah, Pig Spider Man. Oh yeah, I want to go through <laughs> and uh, check that stuff out. And I saw something on Facebook today about a Spider Man. Oh really? One of the Sim Sibama Sibam Sim Symbio Symbiote. Yeah, those and uh, it's like yeah. this big bulky dude. And well, they're like, so we like, don't need any more Peter. We don't need another Peter Piker. Parker, you have it backwards. So he names himself like Kerr Rapper or something like that. Or <laughs> Kerr Par. <laughs> I'll have to try and find it and send it to you. But so like the symbiotes are like uh, are like Venom and Carnage. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I think they did it. They had did a whole bunch of different. I think there's an anti-Venom and a, I, I don't know. There's different colors of, of the symbiotes. And then Carnage was the second generation that, you know, is his own thing. And there's, you know, they got different powers and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But they're they're interesting. They are. Peter Porker, dude. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Peter Porker, yeah. the amazing spider ham. Oh, no, no. Okay, that was the, the, the one from the uh, the show. Yes. Well, you know, the funny part is that, do you know who John Mulaney is? No. 
Oh, he's a he's a comedian. Hilarious. Hilarious dude. Uh, he's just it's so funny because he seems if you if you hear his stand up and stuff, he seems like such a and he looks like such a clean cut guy. Apparently mm -hmm. had a massive, massive cocaine problem, just divorced his wife. And like you, you it just goes to show like you can't tell anything by people's public persona. Yeah, he just got out of a gnarly rehab and you know, again, you know, left his wife who he like built half of his act around, you know, about, you know, being, you know, his wife's husband and stuff like that. So he's going to have to stay, you know, back to the drawing board for his uh, stand up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this was published on the 11th. So like three days ago, it is Rec Rap. R-E-K dash R-A-P. Oh, Okay. R E K dash R A P. Look him up. So okay, so that's that's Parker backwards. Yeah, the new Bizarro Spider Man. Wow, he's a he's a chunker, huh? Yeah, sort of looks like a. But he's he's not all black. How interesting. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's an alien. Yeah, it looks like he's a he's one okay. of those symbiotes or whatever. So like how like you know Venom and carnage are actually from other planets like they're that goo stuff coming out from other planets he's sort of what, what i'm assuming he's like that but he's trying to be like a peter parker oh i see i see so he's the he's the anti-parker so they say his name backwards yeah yeah okay so they, I mean, they call okay they call him a bizarro so that makes that makes sense you know i just well, saw that know like bizarro, this morning right? i'm like man that dude is okay bizarro <laughs> Bizarro was a he's the the backwards ass Superman guy with like white face. Oh, and like, you okay. know, yeah. He talks like you know he he talks like the Hulk and stuff. You know, me am you know whatever like yeah, whatever they yeah. thought a Crow Magnon sounded like when they created him. You're a big comic book superhero nerd. Mm. Mark that down on the list. Mark, comic nerd check. Okay, so I want to get more into your absent music. My absent music? Well, your absent music uh, hobby that you, you you claim is not there, though you have like 20 million bass guitars hanging on your wall. So, so I spent when, when – I always wanted I want to, to know be able this to play story something. Here. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to be able to play something, right? Yeah. I think I picked up a guitar when I was, you know, in my teens and tried to play that, and then I tried to take – my my problem was I tried to take lessons from rock musicians mm -hmm. who were, you know, roughly my age, and we would just end up getting fucked up instead. <laughs> or they would just end up drinking, right? So I didn't learn anything. You know, we'd start playing, and, you know, before we knew it, we'd be at a bar or something. That sounds like my uh, band that we were trying to start back when I just finished high school. Yeah. We would just go in the garage and get drunk and not play anything. Yeah, yeah, that was it, dude. Like to this day, I, I still so, don't know how to play a guitar. My my friend, my yeah, exactly. My friend Frank was like a guitar god. Like he played from the time he was eight years old, and like he was like, you know, one of those guys, long hair, yeah. and the whole thing. He was in a bunch of bands, and he's really good. And he's also a degenerate alcoholic. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I paid him money. And, and we would go in there and we'd start playing and we'd he'd end up taking that money and we'd go to the corner store and we'd get 
drunk instead. But like never like he showed me smoke on the water. Like that's as far as my guitar playing went with him. Uh, <laughs> so so anyway, so I always wanted to play. And then, you know, come COVID, I was like, well, here it is. Here's my here's my opportunity. I'm going to be locked in this house for a while. So I'll learn how to play bass. You know, I, you know, I was watching some I was watching online tutorials and I started going to uh, some classes. And I think I did, you know, probably less than a year of classes and, you know, got kind of the basics down. And then my, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and blame it on my my guy who I was doing the bass lessons with. We got a group deal and yeah, he wasn't he, he wasn't really very into doing it and like he would just he would never practice he'd just show up on the day of and he'd be like hey i kind of remember what we were supposed to do last week and but we didn't and i was like oh okay like i was trying a lot harder and like eventually he just petered out and i was like yeah fuck it so um so i i mean i i think i've got the basics down you know like i i know how to do like you know the 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 blues stuff you know like uh your, your basic, you know, 12 bar blues and like some, some stuff and I, I'm okay at it. But like, I think the thing that's been missing is being with people I can play with. Right. I, yeah. That's a, that's I a mean, that's thing. the thing I think that would actually teach me is, is learning that you don't suck as bad as you think, because when you're playing by yourself, you can only play by yourself, you know, yeah. like there's nothing else. You don't see how, your piece of it is working with the rest of the band. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things, you know, and it's like any other hobby that involves like learning something. The best way is to be around people that, yeah, that hobby. Totally. And I could see getting really good at uh, guitar on your own because that's such a, a lead sort of instrument. Mm-hmm. And the, the bass is laying, is laying down the foundation. It's just the, you know, it's what's holding the, the song together. Yeah. So without anything going over the top of it, it's just the bass, right? Whereas the guitar is kind of, can be the whole band. Yeah, essentially. that's true. But I mean, on bass is important. It, it, no, it's, it's very important. I'm not saying it's not important, but you can do a lot more with just your acoustic guitar and your voice than you can. I mean, people who are really good at bass can do you know whatever they want with it you know i see people yeah you know victor wooten can you know he could be a whole damn orchestra all by himself <laughs> yeah but like i always thought of it as laying the foundation that the rest of the band gets to gets to groove over right you're holding it yeah down. i mean nobody wants to i mean i i don't want to say nobody wants to hear the bass solo but for the most part nobody i mean wants I, listen to to bass solo. I listen to it <laughs> <laughs> I saw this um dude playing guitar. I can't remember what band he's from. He might be from Dragon Force. Oh yeah, okay. He was playing. Well, he's a guitar the... guy, right? I, I I'm just not 100 percent sure if it was him or not. But this person was playing that song. He's a famous guitarist. I can't, I just don't remember who he was. But the guitar was like a V shaped, where there was two guitars pointed out like in a V, and he was what each guitar with one hand playing. Through the fire and flames. Oh my god! I'd say, um, what what's the what's the guitar guy with the long hair from Dragon Force that he's got his own like his, his online presence and the whole thing, his whole show? Is it Lee? Is his last name Lee? I think so. 
think yeah. so. But he's got a he's like the big or one of the big guitar uh YouTubers. Like he goes like they he frequently goes up against what Davy five oh four or whatever his name is, the bass guy and you know, blah blah blah. You know, they 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 all interact and it's funny. You know, they do like little fake challenges and stuff like that. But but yeah, I I, I like that guy. Yeah, Dragon Force. I didn't know that Dragon Force was a band until I saw the guy, uh, the guitar player online. Oh yeah, and, and he talked about Dragon Force. I don't know Dragon Force otherwise. I know Dragon Force strictly from Guitar Hero. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Because okay. they had like the end song that was just a nightmare. Oh, yeah. It was just through the fire and flame. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's the only reason I know Dragon Force. I don't follow them or anything. I just, I know that yep. one song. Yep, totally. Thanks to Guitar but it, Hero. But you, have you ever seen that guy online? The uh, the long-haired guitar player yeah, from yeah, Dragon I've, Force? I've seen a couple of his things. Yeah, yeah. So like he's got an online presence and stuff and he's, you know, he's a personality. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's... You know, freak. Like I said, he jousts with Davy Five Hundred Four, who's the bass guy. I think Italian uh, bass guy, but he's you know, it's mostly just an entertainment show now. He yeah. doesn't really do a whole lot of bass stuff anymore. It's just talking smack or whatever. Yeah, you know what happens. Yep. Yeah, it does indeed. <laughs> well, man, you got any any other stories you want to throw down? Shoot, dude. I I, mm, I I didn't even think about this. It's so funny because you're like, I was like, what is our topic going to be? And you're like, you, man. <laughs> it's all you, buddy. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, it's like, what do you say about yourself? You're like, I'm with me all the time. I'm tired of me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not, man. I miss you. I need more of you in my life. I need that track right now do we need that romantic track to start playing I'm when we saying, get like this? like every time we meet up and talk man it, it, it's how it goes dude. i have to like question like, my sexuality the, consider my marriage is i okay. need like the, like the the theme to the um the uh, ceramic scene of ghost yeah. <laughs> whatever the hell that was yep you teach me how to make pottery hell yeah oh Dang, dude, is that pottery? Because all you're making is wood right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. You know, what's so funny because I was just I was just telling a funny story the other day. And right now I have no clue what the hell it was. <laughs> That's how it goes. It is how it goes, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel like we told some stories already, right? You we know, we're good. I just stuff. We're just hitting up to that hour point, so I just want to see if there's any last words you want to get in. Oh, last words. Yes. Not without my daughter. Okay. There. That sums it up perfectly. Boom. Thank you again for being on here. And uh, Yep. Thanks for having me, brother. Where, where we'll call it. Okay. Excellente. We have yammered on. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't need a lot talking to you is like is like going into a like a time warp or a blackout drunk or something like that it'll I mean, be like an hour later i'll go talking. like what yeah what <laughs> what the hell did we say i have no idea what we did for an hour there and i keep it's it's on it's recorded and sent for history people will always be able to hear <laughs> yeah, it at some point right? you don't have to wonder <laughs> yeah, it's out there <laughs> it's out there right <laughs> 
Thanks for checking out Talking Dirty. I hope you enjoyed, and uh, you know, be ready. New episodes drop every month. It may be one, it may be multiple. It just depends on uh, how much recording I do throughout the, the month and how much editing I get done. Quick shout-out to Phantom Sage and their song, Hollow. Descriptions and ways to check out that song and interact with that artist are included in the description. Uh, using their music for my intro and outro for you for now, so make sure you give them a like and listen. Until next time, friends, stay interested. Burning down the walls, we let the monsters in, and now we're running down the halls. No, we can't let them win. There's an evil inside that is lurking way down below. And if I can't hold to my breath, then I'm bound to become hollow. Can you say that I disappeared? Can you say that? Wasn't there for you when you went into hiding on the front steps of your porch? Then I reflected on the memories, but I put out that torch. Hey! Can you tell me where you want to be in time? There's a million different places and a million different heights. I'll climb the tallest of the mountains, the highest place I find. So that I can look over at before me what is mine. Can you say that I disappeared? Can you say that I wasn't there for you when you went into hiding on the front steps of your porch? Of your porch, then I reflected on the memories, but I put out that torch.